did you know that we're having a party this week? (laughs) We are celebrating one year of the Grow Your Christian Business Podcast, and I cannot believe we're already at that milestone. How amazing is that? So as a way to thank you for tuning in, for listening, for coming along on this journey with me, we are celebrating and I have some amazing sales, some amazing prizes happening this week. It's all fun. So until July 2nd, so the whole of this week, you can get 25% off of Firm Foundation. That is my coaching program where I teach you biblical marketing strategies. You get a year of support, instant access to a ton of training videos, all of these amazing things, and you're going to get it 25% off if you sign up this week. That's like, I think that's almost $400 or something. Like That's a huge savings. So if you have been wanting to sign up and would love to take advantage of this huge discount, then go to sarahbeisel.com slash firm foundation so that you can get that discount, get signed up. And if you pay in full, you don't have to, there is a payment plan, you still get the discount. But if you want to pay in full, then I'm going to give you a bonus one-on-one call just for paying in full for the fun of it. So all of that is available um, at sarahbeisel.com slash firm foundation. So head over there. The link is in the show notes if you want to take advantage of that sale. Now, on top of the sale, we also have giveaways. We have some prizes this week. Um, If you um, follow these steps, you'll be entered to win the giveaway. If you leave a review for the podcast, Um, Or if you've already left a review, then screenshot yourself listening or screenshot the podcast being listened to. Um, And then I want you to share that screenshot either of the review or of you listening to my Facebook group, Faith Filled Business, or on your Instagram stories. And then you you need to tag me, though, because if you don't tag me, I might not see it and you won't get entered if I don't see it. So make sure that you tag me at sarah.beisel and um, you will be entered to win. So I want you to share either the review or you listening to the podcast, you can enter on Instagram and Facebook on, in my Facebook group so you can get two entries to win. Um, and what are you going to win? <laughs> you will be in for winning a free coaching session with me, a whole one hour coaching session. I normally charge $150 for these. So you can get one of those for free. We can work on your copy, your content, your marketing, whatever like you're, you need help with in your business in terms of how you communicate with people. I will be able to help you with that on this call. You will also be able to win 50% scholarship to my program, Affirm Foundation. Very exciting. I'm really, really excited to give that away. Um, Now, you can choose to wait and see if you um, get this giveaway, but but I will be announcing the winner after the sale period. So you may not get the sale if um, you want to wait to see if you get this prize. So um, do make sure if you want to sign up now and you want to get that bonus call, that bonus call will not be available if um, you are the winner of the prize. You'll only get the bonus call if you if you sign up with the sale. Then um, make sure that you go do that before the end of the sale period. Um, I will also be having a live a live video um training in my group this week um i think i'm going to be doing that on wednesday and if you come live to that training um and you leave a comment in the in the comments while we're doing the training i've got one more prize that one's a secret prize i'll tell you about it on the call um but you'll have an opportunity to win one more prize there okay so many fun ways to celebrate so many things going on <laughs> so much information so thank you for staying tuned while i tell you all of the everything that's going on um I'm just so excited to celebrate with you and and I can't wait to 
um, get back to you this week. So all of that information is in the show notes as well. Okay, so if you need a reminder, you don't need to re-listen. Just go, just go to the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. I have a coaching episode for you today. We haven't had one of these in a little while. I'm so excited. And today, um, I was coaching with Desiree, and we were talking about her program. She has a group program, and she was asking me for help with transitioning it to um, a group program in the future and what that long-term plan looks like. How do we still make progress in the short term? Um, and still balance out those long-term goals. It was a really good conversation, um, some really helpful tips for you if you're to help you balance out these two parts of your business because you need to do both. You need to do the short-term and you need to do the long-term. So how do you do both at once? So it's a really good and helpful coaching episode for you. So um, yeah, let's dig into today's episode. Grow your Christian business with me, Sarah Beisel. This is a podcast for Christian women who want to build crazy successful businesses with God at the center of it all. We're about to dig into biblical marketing strategies and build a firm foundation for your business that's rooted in biblical truth. If you want to make money in your business, but nothing seems to be working no matter how hard you try, then it's time to create a custom marketing plan that's designed around who God created you to be. So. Say goodbye to confusion and hello to a content strategy that's filled with God's peace and freedom. Okay, I think we're streaming. Good. Well, hi, Desiree. (laughs) How are you doing? Good, good. I feel like I got a lot of answers from our last chat. So that's really helpful. I feel ready to kind of dive into the kind of big question that I had with like planning out all of this um kind of like my program like how I'm yeah. gonna transition it yeah so ca- recap then how how's the first one gone and what are your thoughts um having come out of that I guess that would be a good place to start so like you've just done your first round what are you what are your like biggest takeaways and reflections and what are what of that are you wanting to then like carry on and ditch as you're moving into like the future the future of the program yeah well Technically, that would be the second one that I ran, actually. Okay. Because this, I, the name switch, though. Oh, so of course. I right. Yes. I kind of say this would be the first. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, it, it's essentially, it's very similar. I just had more of, I just had some different things. So I made some changes to it. So, yeah. It's, so there were three people in it. And it, it was interesting. Because I wanted to really evaluate like the Voxer chat access and that was something I wanted to continue to do or not. And I do definitely feel like it was helpful for them and for me to not have to like do live calls like this too frequently. So um, I really liked that. I was questioning if I wanted to continue doing like accountability buddy partners throughout it because then you have to have like I had an odd number so I paired all three together because I was like well do I just give one of them to me or should I just pair them all three together I thought it would be better to actually pair them all three together yeah like halfway through I was like oh no maybe that wasn't a good idea because then they're less accountable you know because when you when you say like, hey, this, this, and that, it's like, oh, they could be talking to me or someone else. So let me just not respond, you know? <laughs> but yeah. they they did end up going back and forth. And uh, 
it was just like in the beginning and the end, not as much in the middle there. Mm. And so that's totally fine. They still got that, you know, support. Um, mm. And it's something I'll keep an eye on to see if I need to make a switch. Yeah. But ultimately, I was okay with it. Um, I'm trying to think of what other stuff. I was kind of telling you, like, there's one lady that ran with it the most mm-hmm. that, you know, I was able to give her the most support and just like all of the different areas, which was great to see and great to yeah. see like what things, you know, to focus on in my content and this and that too. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, there were some tips on like how, I, like, I was just able to tell like how certain people like things laid out a certain way that I can make a couple adjustments to, um, yeah. And then I'm trying to think of any other like big takeaways. I haven't fully done the reflection yet because it literally ended today. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I'm like, I haven't fully done that yet. Um, I also have still, you know, the two months and one week of like Facebook group. Listen to that. It's okay. So there's still a little bit, you know, to it still. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of like the biggest thing that I'm thinking on right now, like mm-hmm. just like the biggest kind of things I can think of. Yeah. That I was kind of questioning and like reflecting on some throughout. Yeah. Obviously where I connected with them and what the process was and, you know, what things they needed support with the most and yeah, what little switches I might want to make. Yeah. And that's like, as you're saying, that's such good like feedback to take into the copy and the messaging as you're going forward, because you're going to see, oh, people really got benefits out of this thing. So you can talk about how much of an impact this thing makes. And so that'll, that's, that'll be really good as you're like properly going through that reflection process. And so the focus of today was you were wanting to kind of talk about like, where do you go from here? Right. Like what are, what are your kind of plans and, and how do you kind of take it forward into like, how you're going to enroll people for the next round and what that's going to look like in the marketing and all of that. Is that right? So what are your thoughts kind of, what are your initial thoughts and your questions? And then we can go from there. So essentially I'm kind of looking at like bigger picture because bigger picture helps me to work back to smaller picture to see what I need to be doing now. And so I was looking at like bigger picture of like, okay, what do I want this to look like if I were to look at kind of like end goal of things yeah and as much as I love the one-on-one I also realize that in order for me to help more people and for me to make more income that does look more like group coaching yep and so kind of looking like what how would things transition to where like I could do group coaching and I was thinking with Voxer chat support yeah and so that's something that I would like to like bigger picture be transitioning to with like obviously like the kind of like the course portion that I kind of have that goes along with it yeah and so that's kind of like my bigger goal I also have like dreams of just doing like some in-person events where it's like kind of a retreat in a way um Mm -hmm. as well as I don't know if I want to I think I would like to do either weekly or monthly and this is kind of one of the things I'm still kind of working out where I don't know if I want to do weekly or monthly 
group coaching. I do know I want to do it throughout certain times of the year, though. I do not want it to be going year round. Right. Uh, because kind of what we were touching on before, the summers are really busy for me when it comes to the garden, my husband working later, and yeah. I'm just not able to give, you know, as much during that time. And so, yeah, I'm kind of looking at running a program. It would be twice a year, mm-hmm. group coaching with Voxer support. And I'm liking the end goal of more like three months. Yeah. So that would be like, you know, the other six months I have, I'd be going through this program. Right. And um because essentially I mean they're pretty much getting a three month program but the bulk of it was in the three weeks yes so okay that's like bigger picture and then you know like the retreats possibly like a monthly you know kind of workshop call um I've been playing around with the idea just with like things that you know homemakers enjoy things like whether it be a sourdough workshop or whether it be, you know, homeschool planning and kind of there's so many little things to where it's like, okay, well, the sour stuff, sourdough stuff kind of ties into health and, the, yeah. you know, homeschool goes into the routines. And so it's like, okay, I, I'm dreaming of these different things. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, I see big picture there to where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. group coaching, you know, how, how then I need to work this backwards. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, how do I transition to where I'm at now Mm -hmm. to, you know, transitioning to that group coaching? Yeah. So and right now you were taking people through one on one right now, right? Or is it kind of like was a hybrid, right? Because you said there's a group for them to have some support, but the actual program itself is one on one. Yeah. So the program, they had like the course portion. And then they got the Voxer chat access that was mm-hmm. one-on-one plus their accountability buddy chat. Yeah. Okay. Plus um, there was one, there's a monthly group coaching call. Okay. So like I kind of already was trying to kind of transition it, but also, you know, just support them in another way. Mm-hmm. And um, then there's two one-on-one coaching calls. So okay. yeah, full-on yeah. hybrid of all the things. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I guess the first question to think about is like, do, do, and there's no, there's not really a right or wrong here, I suppose. But the first, the first point where you would want to transition or thinking about that transition is, do you have like a time, a time frame or like a goal time that you would like to say, by this time, I would like to be done with the one-on-one and I want it to be a group? Because if you have that time, it can kind of help us again, continue to work back and say, well, if you want to get to there by X time, like, how many more rounds of one-on-one would we be looking at first? Because I think that can be helpful when you're just visualizing it. So have you thought about that aspect? So I know that I thought about like two years, I wanted to hit that goal of group coaching. So I'm, you know, about six months in to where I've been taking it like really seriously. I was more in the like development phase when I took like the first round of people. Yeah. So, and I mean, I'm still majorly in development, but it's yeah. at least, you know, refined a lot. So yeah. I would say like, urine action would be what I'd want to definitely be, you know, set up to that. Yes. Okay. Goal. Okay, cool. That's uh, helpful. So okay. so then the so the short term will all be this the kind of style that you have right now where it's all the one on one stuff um for now. Okay. So um I think for you, because there's so many things and like with all these different like goals and ambitions, and I love all of that as well. I feel like one of the things that is helpful in order to reach those goals is working out like where can you free up 
that development time in your in your week or your month so that you can start working towards those goals because I think it's there's a balance of like we need to do the things that serve us in the short term right but we have to balance out not forgetting about the longer term goals because a lot of the way that you Uh transition is that you need to just give yourself time to put the upfront work in to do that transition right so like for example if if, like I was I was creating a course like well I've got to set aside hours and hours to record all of the things and that's something I just need to set aside time in my schedule to do so that it is then done and doesn't need to get done in the future so if you've got you've got loads of time to play with as well which is nice so you don't have to the nice thing about giving yourself that longer goal is you don't have to ditch what you're doing right now in order to reach there right but that's just something to find yeah. so I guess the way like some of the things to think about right now would be like what what are we what do we do in order to free up that time whether it's um like I guess creating even if it's just an hour that you can give in your week to prepping or a couple hours a month like an hour every other week I guess to invest into planning out and making preparations for the future the future goals like project time every week or CEO time or whatever you want to whatever label you want to give it to make sure that you just don't forget about those longer term goals as well while giving yourself plenty of time to make sure that those short term goals are are met so um, have you, do you have that time set up in your week already? Or is that something that you would be able to work into, do you think? So, yeah, I kind of, you know how I was saying, like the end of the months that mm-hmm. I end up doing, like my reflecting and planning and extra time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of when I do that. But okay. I also do it with the transition of seasons. I noticed like in every area of my life, yeah. like. It's just, yeah, there, there's seasons of life, whether it be, you know, having a baby or having, you know, toddlers or yeah. being pregnant or the summer garden is going or, yeah. you know, whatever it may be. And so whether it's just spring and summer and fall, you know, like I definitely transition with like just different seasons of life. And so with that, I always do like evaluation and planning yeah. and creating. And mm-hmm. so, hence, we, you're seeing it play out, Sarah, because <laughs> we just hit summer and yeah. guess what just started happening. I started, whoa, let's question everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't. Summer, summer is one of those happen. seasons that, that kind of inspires and encourages a lot of that growth and energy and excitement anyway, right? Like you're at that peak of, because I'm. I'm obsessed with learning about planning things around the seasons as an idea and a concept as well. I'm like doing some of my own work in the background of like, okay, how do I set my schedule up around this idea of seasons? So I'm I'm right there with you, I feel like. So the summer is usually like the super like vibrant, high energy season, which is why you're then like, okay, I want to do all the things and here's the ideas and here's the, how do I do this and do I change this? So I get, I get it. <laughs> I get uh-huh. where you're at. But then being in the season of like things are busy, and you can't do all that as much yeah. and like having to trust in God in that. And it, it's really interesting to, yeah. you know, just be obedient and be patient and just kind of like, OK, I need to brainstorm and see what this needs to look like then, because yeah. that means my program and marketing is not going to be heavy mm-hmm. in the summers going forward. Yeah. And so like trying to break that down to where it's like, okay, when do I actually make these transition points to where it's like, okay, it's only, you know, this, like what, kind of trying to figure out, like, what do I take out? Because I don't really feel like it's much, like, yes, there's some like planning time. I definitely feel like, yeah, like I have the planning and project time a little bit, you know, at the end of the month, beginning of the month and between the season. So 
I definitely feel like I have that. I actually feel like making this transition will help me have more time. Yeah. And so it's like, I I actually don't feel like it's going to take up more time. I get on the front end during those little times at will, but I'm kind of already doing those things anyways. It would just be laser focused on this. Yeah. And so I don't really feel like it'll be more time. It's more so just, you know, when's the right time to make the switches? And so I was kind of playing around with looking at like, okay, well, when I imagine I would be fully booked or it's just been a year and I'm like, okay, I need to make a switch to something. You yeah, know, to continue, like progressing. So kind of trying to figure out that, like, how do I go from, I don't know if I need to look at just like, okay, what am I taking out and then do it like, is it better to do it like a year mark or to do it when you're fully booked? And then yeah. it's like, what if you're not fully booked? Like, do you still do it? Yeah, it's, there's, there's a lot of different things, I guess. And I'm like, so here's some things to think about. The first one is it, it's got to work with your life as well, right? So there's, that's I think right. that's like the biggest priority because a lot of people will say stick to one-on-one until you can sell out a program and then you can make the switch. It's like, well, one-on-one didn't work for my lifestyle. Like I have a couple, like I'm like, you know, I've got a few hours a day. For me, a one-on-one was too intensive and it just wasn't working. So it's like, well, I'm just going to make the switch a little sooner than I should, according to everyone else, because this is the way that I need things to work in my business because I have things that I need to invest time into and I can't invest that time if I am investing time in like three hours a week's worth of calls because I don't have three hours a week to give to calls um and so Uh that was the decision that I made I was like well I don't have the time to do one-on-one I'm just going to switch to a group setting sooner than is maybe recommended but whatever yeah it's fine and like that's how it works for me, and I and, and I that's trusting that. God in it, like and so that. yeah, so hey, like your role as a mom, exactly. And so for you, that's something. So you've yeah, given, you've got this ideal, like you're thinking at the most you want to be there by by the end of next year, basically is kind of like your end goal. But yeah, you could switch sooner than that if you are feeling like that's what makes more sense. Uh-huh. Obviously, I can't do the summers and then kind of looking at like obviously there's goals of like how many people you know I want to help and how you know much income and you know things like that with it too yeah where it's like okay do I like yes like by the end of next year you know obviously I'd want to have that but like we're kind of seeing you know the summers don't work well for me and in order for me to you know hit those goals as well Mm-hmm. then it's like I'm seeing a conflict there. And yeah. so I, I don't know because I was kind of trying to see if I could like up it almost like every couple of rounds because obviously when you make a switch, there's yeah. going to, everybody's going to see that switch. And I'm like, uh-uh. so it's very likely and realistic. I'm all about setting realistic goals. And so it's like, it's very likely that you're going to have less people. So then right. by the next round, then maybe I would be booked up again because, you know, my amount that I handle is very small. So like, yeah, I kind of looked at it like every two rounds, essentially, yeah. I could make a change. Does that sound unrealistic to you or does that sound realistic to you? So I, I guess it's kind of, it depends on what changes you're thinking about wanting to make like every, every couple rounds or whatever, like. You can do that. Uh-huh. Like if you're wanting to do like a price increase, you can you could increase the price every round. Like that's fine until you get to a point that you're like comfortable with it, right? Like say it's 
whatever it was, like $400 the first time, then you could say the next time it's $600 and all the way up to, you know, whatever price. Like, so you think even though that's a big change, you think that's okay to do every round? I said, I don't think price is as big a change as, unless it's like a a drastic price where it's going from like $100 to $2,000. Like that's a big change. But if you're increasing it a little bit, that's not as big of a change. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna revert that. I don't think price counts as as big of a change as like a structural change, I think, where people need time to ed- or like a complete, like when you rebranded it, that's a huge change and people need time to adjust to, oh, it's got a new name. What is this? Is this the same thing? Is it different? Is this new content versus, oh, this is the thing. It's just more expensive than it was before. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, you're going to lose a few people in the process because people will be like, oh, it's a new price. No, thank you. And then they'll get used to it as well. Um, it depends again. And then another thing, so many, it depends how close together of different rounds going to be. Like how big of a gap are you going to have between running rounds? Yeah. So like, so if summer is out, then that like my best times that I have the most time is honestly fall and winter. Mm. And um, January being, you know, technically a part of winter is such a great time. Yeah. For a program like mine. And so January was definitely a time that I wanted to be starting because people are like figuring out what they want to start in January yeah. first. They're starting. So that means December I would be launching. And yeah. that which is kind of tricky because you think people are kind of busy with the holiday, but at the same time they're also slowing down. It's really interesting. Yeah. It is. So, well, and yeah. And and I mean, it's it's a good season to be selling things because, you know, people can ask for gifts for Christmas. Maybe it's like maybe that year the gift that they get is a is a, a coaching investment or those kinds of yeah. things. You're right. People are like looking for the new year and they're starting to assess what do they actually want? What do they want to be changing? Maybe you could test out like running, running and making the group switch around then, because that might be a really good transition. Like you say, you love transitions. You love new seasons. Like maybe for you, that's the time that you switch to a group model so you can run another couple of one-on-one rounds in the fall, really refine things, make sure you're super happy with it. And then that January round that starts, that's when it opens up to group. Yeah. Okay. I like that. So then a couple in the fall and then December. So then with, yeah. So with fall time, because we're what? So I'm running one in august and then um i was thinking in that area i was like okay so when's the next one so i was thinking to launch either september so it'd be launching september and then program october or i could even do i'm kind of trying to look at what would be the best in that area because obviously i don't want it to be too close to december to where it's like okay november i could run the program again which means october i would be launching um besides the fact that there's kind of that two months of support so i'd rather actually do it um sooner rather than later so it would be august so july would be a launch and then august would be a program and then that would leave me with um i guess they would overlap a little bit that time and i'm okay with that yeah I actually think I'd rather overlap later when the season's more slow. Yeah, that's true. That's when you get more time to you get yeah. back. And then that gives you plenty of time. And so as you're then preparing for this, because I guess someone like coming back to your question of like, how do you transition and what do we what do we do to do the transition? Like 
you have these two parallel goals here. So your first goal here is obviously like the short term focusing on getting people enrolled into these into the one on one rounds that you're going to be running in the fall. But then you have a parallel goal of like just growing your audience, doing those networking pieces. And so that when we're coming back to like, what do we want to ditch? What do you want to keep? Like you want to because you want to position yourself to where when come when it when December comes around and you're saying this is open up for a group instead of taking four people we can take ten or fifteen or whatever you know whatever number you want to put on it and opening yourself up to that higher capacity you want more bodies in the room essentially <laughs> to give yourself yeah. opportunities for that bigger group to be filled so you have these two parallel goals of what can I do in the short term to make sure that these people that are already in my network are primed to sign up for this offer and then what do I do to build the group of people that I'm that I'm selling to that I'm marketing to so that come December I have a bigger audience with more people primed and ready to go and so that's where that's really where that engagement piece comes off so I know that we were like we were talking about like this 80 20 rule a little earlier in our call and a lot of engagement ends up getting like shafted or the networking gets shafted it's like oh this this like me me commenting on things or me asking questions in my group not important i'll focus on this but those are the things that build those like foundational relationships that people will then be able to jump into a selling thing in the future so um, i'm not saying what i should take up Hmm? you're saying the engaging does i yeah because like people need to have like a close relationship um to to especially for coaching to like trust you enough to to sell or sorry to buy from you and so, like, I'm not saying that that should take up the majority of your time because there are things like the like creating the content, creating your podcast episodes, um, like those kinds of things are obviously going to be higher yield in terms of their importance. Your like your routine audits, those things, right? Those are those take up time, but those are going to be a much higher like success rate of things in the shorter term, right? But the networking, yeah. the networking and the engaging in those things, like it, I I would definitely like. You need to give a little less time to when you're balancing out like how it's going to look. But I wouldn't neglect it because, yeah, like customer journey, people need to know you. They need to know what you do. They need to understand. They need to understand what you do, and what you help them with. And they need to think like, yeah, this is something that I need help with. And Desiree is the person to help me with it. And I'm ready for that. And so that just comes with sometimes that just comes with time. But that comes with like building those bonds. And you're going to be doing that through all these other mechanisms as well. So it's not purely. um like just the comments on things or whatever that's a part of the engagement but like all these other things are serving people well so you, it's just like that balance of about ba- like prioritizing the short-term goals while leaving space in your week to focus on those longer-term investments the podcast swaps the um like if you want to do those networking calls like once a month or something like if you've got time for like a one call of one a month or something like that to make sure that you're still investing in your long-term um, so you're not sacrificing the long term for the short term, but you're still giving yourself plenty of time to make that money in in the coming. Right. OK, I think just setting some boundaries is what it sounds like then that I need to do with that, like do both, but set some boundaries with it. So I'm getting the short term and the long term. So then I guess with um, with launching to a group program like and beginning of year, then would it be fine to also adjust the length? Um, I I, that I think so. Well, I I would no. I think like if you're gonna make big changes, you might as well make them all in that one change. Yeah, yeah that's but what I was thinking. Like so, like if you're wanting to like in if your goal is like so, you're doing three weeks one on one and then the extra support afterwards. But say 
in the group format, you're like, actually, we need to, because there's more people, it's going to be a different setup. Like we need to take more time for each component. So say instead of it being three weeks, you want to take a month per, as an example or whatever, then, you know, like maybe instead of three weeks, it becomes a three month program or something like that. And then if you're wanting to change that, then you get to change the price as well, because the time commitment yeah, is different. So the exactly. time investment is different. So you can change that. You change the style, you change the price. And you can make a big like celebration out of it as well to make like make it a positive change. It's like, oh, we're not changing this because it's bad. It's like, it's the new year, 2024, people. Gosh, that sounds weird to say, but it's like, it's 2024. I know. <laughs> Let's have a party. We're going to make this group. You've been wanting it. You've been selling it. Like you've been signing up every single round that I've had. You've been buying it. So let's make it open to more people. Come join the party. And and it's going to look like this. You're going to get more secure. It's going to be longer. We're going to get more in-depth. We're adding a module on this, that, or the other. And do all these things. Extended payment plans. You know, if if it's a longer program, you can let people pay in smaller installments. Yeah. So everyone loves the idea of an extended payment plan. So that's something that's also positive that you can bring out in the marketing as well. So yeah, it's like, you don't want to make big changes frequently, like condense them so that you can do all the big changes all at once. And then people will have the adjustment period, but they're adjusting to what feels like, even though it's lots of changes, it feels like one change because you're doing it all at once. And they can go, okay, this is new. It's going to take me a little bit to get used to the new, but I'm here for it. And then they'll learn it and they'll love it. And you'll get into that cycle of this is the group thing now that we can do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I, I'm, I don't know. I'll have to play around with exactly what I want that to yeah. look like a little bit more, whether it's like weekly, monthly combination of both. I'm thinking weekly and with like a monthly like training, I think would be yeah. nice. Um, so yeah. Okay, cool. So that gives me some ideas for both yeah. of those things. Awesome. If this episode was meaningful to you in any way, I'd love it if you went to Apple Podcasts and left me a review. Once you've done that, come hang out with hundreds of other women in the Faithful Business community on Facebook. I would love to meet you there and learn about the business God has called you to create. I'll see you there until the next episode of the Grow Your Christian Business podcast.